everyone, and welcome to another episode of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, a podcast conversation with successful business owners who share their secrets of thriving in business while living with chronic illness. Here's Nancy Becker. Today, we're talking with Charles Reed, and I'm really anxious to hear from him. He has got some stories. He is super uh, excited to talk to us and share some of those stories. And I know that you're going to want to hear them. Sit back, grab a pen and paper, because you may want to take some notes here and just enjoy the next half hour or so as we talk with Mr. Reed. Welcome, sir. Nancy, my pleasure to be here. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about who you are and why you've jumped on this show with us, please. Okay. Uh, I grew up in Iowa. Uh, I grew up in a family business. My parents owned and operated it. Uh, My mother was a semi-invalid from the time I was a a small child uh, until I left the house at 17 and joined the Marine Corps. Uh, The house was three stories. She worked with my father in the office uh, for all my life. So, you know, I thought it was until they retired, sold the business. You know, I didn't think anything about it. That was just normal and natural. Uh, um, So I grew up with that. Uh, After high school, I joined the Marine Corps uh, and served four years, including a stint overseas in combat. And that's where I got my PTSD, which is something I deal with to this day. Uh, And some other disabilities from from military service. (laughs) that aggravate me even now. Uh, So uh, when I get back to the States, I met and married my wife. She had five children when I married her. Uh, I claim insanity, Uh, but we were married for 46 years. The last eight years of her life, uh, she was disabled and it got progressively worse. Uh, She had a stroke and then had a series of them. And the last one, um, you know, killed her on the way to the hospital. I'm so sorry. So I, I lived with that. Uh, I became my father and, and such taking care of uh, his wife. I took care of mine. Um, a- after, after I was married, I went to school, got my degrees, went to work for major corporations, uh, smaller corporations. In my early 40s, I realized I was never going to run a major corporation. I didn't have the political skills. I'm willing to stab them in the back and toss them off the ladder. So uh, I started my own company like my father did. And uh, that was uh, 30 years ago now. So it's been a good run. And we've had uh, Ruth and I started it together. Uh, and then uh, she passed six years ago. And so it's, it's, it's a good run. I'm having fun and, and doing things. But, uh, uh, you know, the, the, it caught my attention because having grown up with, with chronic problems, having dealt with them in my life, having some of my own, uh, there's no, no reason to let it uh, be. It, it, it's a hindrance. Uh, uh, no, no, we're not going to argue that, but it doesn't have to keep you from doing the things in business you want to do. Uh, I watch my mother on the phone with clients and dictating and secretaries growing up. I just, you know, I'm, uh, it never occurred to me that her disability was a problem for, 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 for business. So, you know, I, I guess that helped me overcome some of my own. So I, I, you know, I'm more than happy to share with your listeners 
it's it's not it doesn't have to be the end of your life guys it doesn't it doesn't you know and and first of all thank you for your service my husband was in the marine corps for 23 years so hurrah yes, Semper Fi. yes. he's now going through all the aches and pains of being in the marine corps for 23 years absolutely <laughs> he's got bad knees bad ankles you know and he's yeah. now I, the biggest pains are he's trying to deal with the va trying to get some disabilities so I, I finally got mine here early last year. I, I finally, uh, my friends were encouraged me to apply for it. I applied for it and got it. Well, so it's nice and it's, it's some benefits and so on. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a disabled veteran. Okay. Yep, that's, uh, well, and you know, a statistic I use a lot and, and it's amazing, but it makes a lot of sense over 75. And I've read this, from social security websites. I've read it from other, you know, medical type websites. Over 75% of the American population has at least one chronic illness. Mm, I believe it. Yeah. And I mean, that can be anything from diabetes to cancer, to strokes, to TBIs, to fibromyalgia, to, you know, Crohn's disease, to anything big and little. And I've gotten, I watched, I don't watch much television, but I've gotten hooked on, since we've moved into our new house, we've got a lot of streaming services and Mm -hmm. not, not the regular, you know, TV stations. And I've gotten hooked on a show that I watched years and years and years ago, and it's called Army Wives. Ah, okay. And, and I keep saying to, to Ed, I said, did they do things like that in the Marine Corps? And you go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but one of a couple of the episodes was about the general's wife who and I have diabetes. I've had it for 20 years. Mine's type two. I take insulin. I, you know, I've it's it's second nature to me. It's just not a big thing to me. But she was diagnosed on the TV show with diabetes. And she just went into turmoil over it. She shut down. She wouldn't tell anybody. It was this big secret. And, you know, I'm fine. I can take care of everything by myself and nobody needs to know. And I'm going, yeah, I was that way when I first got, when I first got all of my issues. I didn't want anybody to know. But that's baloney. It is. And and look at Steve Jobs. He killed himself because of a, an illness that he wouldn't take care of. Mm-hmm. He'd still be, in, in all probability, he'd still be around if he'd sought out the proper care. But he chose not to. And he left his family and his, his company and his business behind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no reason not to get, in this day and age, all the help you can get. I mean, some things aren't curable. But you can alleviate the symptoms, you can alleviate some of the problems, you can get help. I mean, it would be like saying, I broke my arm, I'm not going to get a cast. Uh, Okay, Uh, or, you know, uh, I I lost a foot, but I'm not going to use crutches. Give me a break, people. Yeah. Modern medicine does wonders. Use it, whether it be physical or chemical or uh, devices, whatever, to, to not take advantage of every potential to alleviate the problems that you can't fix or that are more than temporary. Why not? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, I think 
we sit here and we feel sorry for ourselves. Well, why, why did this have to happen to me? And when I'm talking to people about what went on, I mean, I was in a hit and run car accident, some stupid idiot didn't know how to drive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I could have sat there and I do, I, I still, at times I still go, I want to, you know, but I, for the most part, I tell people this was actually a blessing because I now see things differently. Mm -hmm. My business is all about helping others see things differently and figure out how to do things differently that I never would have had the sympathy and the understanding if I hadn't had these things. Oh, I, you know, th- things, things, traumatic things. I, I lost my eldest daughter to cancer 30 years ago. Long story, but she, she lived with us while she underwent chemo and passed. Nobody should ever lose a child. I mean, you know, you, you know, your parents are going to die before you do and maybe your spouse, but you shouldn't outlive your children. Mm-hmm. Uh, and watching her go through that uh, changed my life. Uh, it made me much more uh, empathetic, not sympathetic, but empathetic mm-hmm. with people. I can, when I sit down, I can talk with people who've lost a child because I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't, it's very, very difficult to, to talk to them and to, for them to, to, for you to understand if you, you haven't gone through it. So, yeah, I mean, these things can, can change us and, and do. As your accident changed you, uh, the loss of my wife and my daughter have changed me. My chronic illnesses have, <laughs> have, have made me adapt to things and change things uh, that I might not want to have done. But <laughs> sometimes you just don't have a choice. You got to... If you're not going to live with them, you got to die. So if you're going to live with well them, learn to live with them. And- you, might well, you might as well adapt and, and, and make the best out of it and have as much fun as you can because it's not going to go away. So, <laughs> no. In fact, I was talking to somebody the other day. I, I was doing a, a survey and I wanted to talk to women business owners who had chronic illness mm-hmm. and who ran businesses. And she came to me and she says, sure, I'll, I'll answer your poll. And we get on, we get on the interview together and she says, well, I used to have a chronic illness, but I don't anymore. And I don't think about those things anymore. And, and I'm going, what do you have? And she said what it was she had. And I can tell you, you may go into remission with something like that, but you got it, sweetheart. (laughs) You know, you're not gonna, you're never gonna get rid of it. Totally. But I think for me, it's really interesting and what I try to do for my listeners and and for everybody out there. And you and I were talking about it before we got on the air was not only the health aspects and trying to, to change how we live our lives, but it's how we do things with the tools and the strategies and all of that of running a business. And I mentioned that I have short-term memory issues. So rather than drive myself crazy trying to um, get my podcast introduction perfect every single time, I recorded it. So I don't got to worry about it, you know, and that just takes one thing off my plate. I figured out 
tools where we sign up for appointments. And so then all I have to do is look at my phone and say, oh, I have an interview today. I need to get ready for it. Yep. And, you know, there's so many things that we can do to help ourselves and to help the people we work with that, you know, I I think it's really important that we say, yes, I'm going to work to figure these things out. I, I, I agree with you. I think it's critical. Again, take advantage of these things, figure things out, use things, use people, use apps, use computers, use Use a wheelchair, use crutches, uh, use whatever you need. Uh, You can adapt your workspace. uh, You can adapt your scheduling. You can adapt uh, a number of things. Growing a successful business is hard enough, but trying to do it while adjusting to a new challenge like a chronic illness can definitely derail the best of us. Nancy understands. She has been there, done that. With 30 years of success, she knows the necessary business hacks to increase your income and relieve the day-to-day stress of running a business, all while living in an uncooperative body. Nancy can help you. Connect with her today through the links in the show notes so you can see your business soar higher. Uh, you know, I, I, I've got PTSD among other things. And so uh, close crowds uh, really, really get me going. I don't go to, I don't go to big concerts. Uh, I really don't go to movies because I can sit in a movie theater that's not crowded, but if it's a crowded movie theater and we're shoulder to shoulder, uh, no, I'm leaving. I'm sorry. So I, I don't go. So when I do public speaking, uh, I inspect the premises first, and I have a, a, a. I'm on stage, and I come up, and I after I'm done, I'll answer questions from the stage. I don't go down into the crowd because I can't handle it. Yep. So I have a, a, you know, I'll have a microphone out in the in the crowd for people to ask questions, and then I'll respond. Okay, and I'll have my literature at the back and their cards and feel free, take whatever you want. Uh, and they're already signed. Okay, so I don't have to, I'm not trying to sign them individually with people crowding around me because I don't handle it well. I don't normally fly a coach. I spend the extra money to fly first class because you sit me in the middle of a, and if I, even if I fly coach, if they stick me in the middle seat, I don't fly. Mm-hmm. I, I won't take that flight. I can live with an aisle seat, but I can't live with a middle or window seat. I can't do it. Uh, I, uh, uh, I have been known to get up and leave a plane. Okay. My they mom in the, had in the middle of the back. And yeah, my mom had claustrophobia. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, I've got that too. Yeah. yeah. And when she was towards the end of her life, she had dementia and we took her to the emergency room one night and it took two hours for my strong, burly Marine Corps husband to get her from outside the door to the ER to the inside door of the ER because she wouldn't go in. She's doing this number and, you know, and and he's trying to push her and she's pushing back. And 
And it's all because she had claustrophobia. And finally, he just picked her. He's also a fireman. So he picked her up in a fireman's carry. And just <laughs> carried her inside. Carried, yeah. carried and, her inside. But and so, I mean, uh, you know, you need to figure out what works for you. And use experts. Uh, when Ruth had her stroke, we brought in outsiders to say, okay, to make the house easier for her, do this, 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 and this. And we did them, mm. okay, which made her life easier, okay? Uh, so you may not know how to do it, but somebody knows. So ask, use. Uh, hell, everything's on the web these days, but, you know, if you need an expert, get one. Uh, get somebody in and, and say, do this. Uh, you know, if, if your doctor is not an expert in what, what you have, find one that is, please. Uh, I changed doctors not too long ago because I'm going to be an old man. So uh, I've got a doctor now that's board certified in uh, uh, geriatrics. I may, not, I may not look that old, but I'm 72 this year. So, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm in that geriatric stage. I, I, you know, I, I plan on dying at the age of 106 shot by an irate husband. There you that's go. a whole different story. Okay. <laughs> I love it. So we'll have to get into that story. You next. Know, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that's a private conversation, but you know, I've got, I've got issues with blood pressure and cholesterol and gout and arthritis and knees and sleep apnea and kidney stones and um, bad shoulders and, and all kinds of other things. And I treat them. Mm -hmm. uh, I see a chiropractor once a week from uh, my back once a week, uh, almost religiously. And, and I do these things so I can work. You know, I've got a great staff and that helps because if I can't be in that day, I'm okay. And I've got a phone. I've got a computer at work. I can dial into my computer at the office and have everything I'm working on right there at home. Yep. And I can be sitting there in my underwear at work. I mean, you know, my staff doesn't have to see me, so they don't care. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That is so <laughs> they don't want to see, is... They don't want to see me naked. <laughs> <laughs> First thing we did in the new house was get curtains. <laughs> <laughs> people you know we've got this much room between houses i don't want people seeing me yeah <laughs> so i understand to... fully but so. you know you're right and and you've figured out what's important and mm -hmm. that's the first thing i tell when i start to work with a new client i say okay let's sit down and talk about what it is that you do on a regular basis to run your business. Right. And, you know, they start, well, I do this. I said, give me a schedule of from when you get there in the morning until when you go to bed at night, what is it that you do? Now let's look at what are you having problems with? What can't you do anymore? What is your zone of genius that you, you know, be able to do till the day you die? And let's figure out how to make all of this work. And it was like yesterday, I didn't feel good. I hadn't slept the whole night before and I was just doing this. And I said, you know, I'm going to let my assistant handle today. I'm going to bed. Right. Take a nap. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And did 
I, I've gotten, and it's it's an interesting concept that somebody said to me, and I've taken it on now. What is the worst thing that could happen if you don't get something done? If you're not going to die from it, then you're okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, the mild one was, you know, you've got something. If it's going to make a difference in 10 years, it's important. If it's not going to make a difference 10 years from now, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. important. Yeah. It, you may have to handle it, but it's not important if it's not going to be make a difference 10 years from now. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. And, and that's, you know, it's real easy to let things overwhelm you. It's real easy. Yeah. The mind works that way. And you can just pile on and pile on and pile on until you're, 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 you cripple yourself mentally. Uh, meditation, uh, mindfulness, other things to clear your mind, uh, help. And, and I believe in them. I practice it. Uh, so, uh, you know, because, you know, the old saw, if you don't mind, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you've got to come to, an accommodation with your with yourself and with your peculiarities and your disabilities and your chronic illnesses and and come to grips with them and say okay so so what i got this no uh, okay we'll work around it we'll make it do we'll we'll figure out ways to be successful in spite of it or Maybe because of it. Because of it, yeah. Okay? Yeah. It forces me to do things which allow me to be successful. Okay, that works. I mean, you know, uh, one of the ways I communicate well, besides uh, speaking, is I write. This is my fourth book, okay? The Payroll Book. It's a guide for small business and startups. Uh, Wiley published it late last year. Uh, for Congratulations. Your Thank you. For your listeners, if they're interested, uh, thepayrollbook.com, discount code podcast, I'll give you a free one. Uh, so anybody that's interested in payroll, please feel free. But that's that's something I can do sitting at my desk uh, and, and write. And, and I, for the most part, enjoy editing gets a little, <laughs> a little boring, but, you know, uh, writing's fun. So uh, you come to a mental accommodation with these things and you work with it and you there there's no reason you can't be successful I, i'm sorry if you want to be you will be if you don't want to be you won't be absolutely it's i don't often talk about mindset because there's enough people out there that that's what they do that sure. i focus on the tools right but if you don't have the right mindset doesn't matter how many tools you've got in your toolbox, right. you're not going to work because nope. you don't have the mindset to do them. So, you know, absolutely correct in that you can be successful if you don't just sit back and go the, oh, woe was me. Now, there are times, and I mean, I've, I've had I have several disabilities. Like I said, I've got diabetes. I've got fibromyalgia. I've got glaucoma. I've got mm -hmm. all kinds of things. And some of them I've had for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. They've never, up until this car accident, they were just, so what? You know, but I was also 
18, 20 years old, you know, and invincible at the time when a lot of those started. I think there are, I still to this day have times when I sit and cry because I'm not the me I used to be. But I'll let, I'll give myself 15 minutes, a half an hour. And then I say, okay, time to quit feeling sorry for yourself. Get off your butt and get going again. <laughs> An occasional pity party is not a bad thing, okay? As long as you keep it occasional and short term. And one of the things we're talking about mindset. If you don't have the right mindset, find somebody to help you get it. Okay, there's all kinds, you're saying there's all kinds of people that do this and all kinds of resources. The first one you may try may not work. The second one may not work. The third one may not work. But keep trying and you'll find somebody or something that will help you. Uh, you know, I've had PTSD for more than 50 years. And it was probably 25 years before I realized it wasn't diagnosed when I first got it. I mean, they, you know, they, they really didn't talk about it. And I learned techniques to deal with it. Uh, and I deal with it most of the time pretty well. Um, but occasionally <laughs> it comes back and bites me in the butt. I mean, you know, uh, and then I have, to, I have to stop and use some of the techniques I've learned yeah. to get myself back on track. Uh, and these things can be learned and, and people can teach them to you. So if you can't figure them out on yourself, hey, Google it. Man, there's, <laughs> you'll get a million responses and you'll never get through them all. So, right. uh, you know, have fun with it. Learn, practice, 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 practice. Uh, you'll get better at dealing with things. Uh, learn, learn the tools, get the tools, physical or mental, and Move on with your life. I mean, it's these things aren't going to get better. Most of them are going to get worse over time. And uh, you either got to deal with them or give up. And I don't like to give up. I'm, I'm a Marine. Never you, know, <laughs> you never give up. <laughs> nope. The mission comes first. That's right. So. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. You know, it's just, it's been a pleasure talking with you and so good to hear so much positivity. I, I think that's just wonderful. And in this day and age, especially, there's not a whole lot of it around. And I love it. So thank you very much. My pleasure, <laughs> Nancy. I appreciate it. What have we not talked about that you think is really important that the listeners hear? No, I, I think we've pretty much covered, we've covered the physical and the mental aspects. And if you deal with both of those, you're golden. I mean, you know, as we just said, you, you, you're not going to get over it. You may get better. You may get worse. But deal with it and you'll be successful. And that success allows you to do other things to make life even better and easier. Uh, you know, money, money doesn't solve every problem. Money doesn't make you happy. But what money does is solves all the problems of being poor. <laughs> Okay, so be successful, make money. Uh, that allows you to hire people, get uh, better tools, uh, better assistance, uh, a new house that's better designed. All those things happen. So use your business to be successful. And then that allows you to have an easier life. I mean, billionaires 
don't go through. They have their own problems. Don't misunderstand me. But they don't worry about getting a car that works or a house that fits them or, you know, a, a plane. You know, they, they want to go someplace. They just get on their private jet. OK, so wealth has it solves a lot of problems. Doesn't solve all. Doesn't make it doesn't make you happy. Yeah but it solves, well, solves the problems of being poor. So you know, be successful and, I, and enjoy it. Yeah. And I say for me, I want to be, I want to be successful because I want other people to be successful. Well, that's how you get successful. Yeah. So with that, I will make sure that your book is listed in the show notes. Thank you. And again, thank you so much for everything. Guys, this has been a wonderful interview. If you have any questions, put them in the comment section of the podcast. We do this and another podcast every single Tuesday evening. And we would love for you to share with us if you have thoughts on who you'd like to hear or topics that you would like to hear, let us know. And until next time, get out there, be productive, and soar higher. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.